Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Love Block Talk? There are ways you can help support the podcast. First, drop us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave us a little review. Then, journey on over to patreon.com slash theater the now and become a patron of the website today. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud so you never miss an episode. And as always, follow us on Twitter and visit Theater in the Now for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. Happy Tuesday, and we are here for another Block Talk with Drew Lausch. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. Uh, so this is a special podcast because we are promoting a show that happens in just a couple hours. Yeah. So this yes. turnaround is going to probably be the fastest I've ever done, and I'm excited by that. Yeah, dreamy. Um, so we're going to just plug your show right now so the people listening, if they don't want to make it through the entire thing now, they can at least get the info for tonight. So tell us about Homo You Didn't. Totally. So uh, I'm producing my first comedy show entitled Homo You Didn't. Very, very clever name. Love I came it. up with it myself. Very punny. Um, yeah. So it's uh, at the Westside Comedy Club underneath Playa Betty's. Uh, tonight at 8 p.m. there's a $10 cover charge and then a two beverage minimum. So alcohol or non-alcoholic. Um, and it's a gay-friendly comedy show, so every comedian you're going to be seeing is a part of the LGBT community, which is super, super exciting. And yeah, it's going to be a great time. Awesome. Well, we'll get into like the details of all that shortly. But totally. beforehand, let's let's learn about you. Yeah. So where are you from? Uh, so I'm originally from Fargo, North Dakota. Nice. Are you a fan of the show? So, okay, I'm kind of a bad... North Dakotan in that sense. I love the movie, sure. like very, very obsessed with the movie. Um, but I actually have never seen the television that's fair, that's show. Fair. Yeah, I. <laughs> I love the movie also. I just yeah, there's so much to watch. There's no time for me to watch it. I know. I'll yeah, get to it eventually. Yeah, but the movie is a classic, and I've I've found like like that is something that a lot of people ask me, and like that I'm like I've got it. Like sure. I, I like it. It's Can I'm you into quote it. it. Um. Oh gosh. Well, I I would th- I can do the accent. Um obviously the like, "Oh yeah, you bitcha," like sure. that kind of thing. Um there isn't a line that's necessarily sticking out to me. The, that's this okay. yeah. Yeah, I was like I can quote like the wood chipper scene. <laughs> but <laughs> there are no lines. Sure. So, you're from North Dakota mm-hmm. and you go to school at Ithaca. Yes, so I, I did graduate. I graduated. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, but I went to college in upstate New York, Ithaca, for musical theater. And what was that like? What what drew you to Ithaca, of all places in America? Um, well, I sort of, um, I sort of did like the the college audition circuit, um, at like the Unifieds thing. Uh, I'd wanted to do musical theater kind of my entire life, and then I was kind of choosing between like three, four schools and I visited Ithaca and it was just, it was like the nice hippie vibe and I liked it Sweet. and yeah, 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 yeah. So you go to Ithaca. Mm-hmm. What was your journey like from college to New York City? Um, a very, a very interesting one if I do say so myself. Um, it was, it was cool. I definitely um, went to college like very much, um, like I am gonna do musical theater, and right. like that is like what I'm here to do, and that is my like dream and stuff. Um, and 
I I did sort of regional gigs in the summers and was sort of like building up to coming to New York City. And then um, at the end of my senior year, I did... Uh, I, I had a friend, Mike Sullivan, who sure. you know. Yeah. Um, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he... He had really started kind of uh, like a love of drag and he really wanted to explore that. And um, I had sort of like caught the the stand-up bug and I'd been writing a bunch. And so um, at the end of our senior year, he and I were like, we should produce a show together and sort of like do this, um, I don't know, just kind of showcase what we'd been working on. And so uh, we did like an hour hour and a half long show where we had like a circus performer, which was really, really cool. Um, and he, yeah. And he did drag and he sang some songs and I yep, did like, I've seen the video. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And I did like 40 minutes of stand up, And um, from, from there I was like, okay, this is like, this feels really, really right. Um, and then I graduated and then I did, like, uh, uh, I did Mary Poppins at a regional theater, and then I did Beauty and the Beast, like, a few months later, and then I moved to New York, and I was like, okay, I really, really want to focus on stand-up. Nice. Yeah. So, as a musical theater kid, how did musical theater prepare you for stand-up? It's, it's really interesting, because, uh, like, a lot of the, like, the festivals that I've done in terms of comedy, and a lot of the... Um, stand-up comedians that I've like interacted with um, they they always say and this isn't to like to my own horn or anything but they're like they're like you seem really really comfortable on stage sure and technically I've only been doing stand-up for like you know maybe a year ish like here and there um, and and so people are, but like comedians always think that I've maybe been doing it longer because I'm comfortable on stage mm-hmm. and I think like that was all of my musical theater background because like that's sort of where I started. So my kind of transition into stand up was less like was less like how do I like kind of like find my stage presence and find that kind of aspect. It was more like okay, how do I like write this material that translates to like how I've been on stage sure. for years, you know? Do you ever incorporate music into your sets? Um, I, no, I haven't. Um, yeah, no, I haven't. I mean, it's funny because I, I talk sometimes about like, you know, musical theater or dance or acting, but I haven't, I haven't broken out into song yet, but, but never say never, you know? It's on the docket. Yeah, exactly. Who are some of your comedic inspirations? Um, well, first and foremost, I I feel like I really did catch the bug from um, uh, from watching Inside Amy Schumer. Okay. Uh, her show on Comedy Central. There was a sketch she did, uh, like that was a parody of The Bachelor, and I remember like sitting um, in my my house senior year and just like and I was just so obsessed with it because I just couldn't stop laughing yeah. and I just like thought. I don't know. I just was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And so then I was introduced to her stand-up, and I, I just think she's hilarious. Um, yeah, I would say she's she's definitely like the the one of my main inspirations. But I also really really love uh, Anthony Jesselneck. Mm-hmm. He um, he has a very like gritty style. 
Um, and I kind of like it just because he's very much like a little bit into the shock value, I think, which I kind of find I kind of find like fun and exciting. Nice. Um, yeah, and I really, I really, really like um, uh, Beth uh, Snelling, who's really, really amazing. Um, Ali Wong, her her stuff is is like hysterical she did like a special when she was completely pregnant it was like on netflix i mean it was like yeah it was um really really amazing um yeah yeah i mean i would say those are kind of like the main ones that i watch chelsea handler of course course. yeah 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 i mean i like (laughs) were your friends um surprised when you came out as a stand-up comedian um I <laughs> maybe more surprised than when I came out of the closet, sure. but um, not not really. I mean, were you someone who just like told jokes all the time? Kind of. Well, I feel like in in my group of friends, especially in um in college and in musical theater, as I'm, you know, you're surrounded by like you know all of those colorful people Absolutely. as well. But um. I always, I always found like, like every, every time someone had a story to tell, it was like, it wasn't like, oh, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is what I did. It was like everybody that I was surrounded by was like, like had this, I don't know, always just had crazy stories to tell. And like, I feel like everybody was always constantly trying to make everybody laugh and like shock people and whatever. So I don't think they were necessarily surprised. I think it was, I don't know. I think they were kind of like, oh yeah, we would love to see you try this. And yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have a team of friends that you practice your material on? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, yeah. Sometimes to nauseam, I think sometimes they're like, okay, like (laughs) we heard this one, (laughs) like let's move on. Um, But yeah, my my two roommates, I I like, I practice a lot on... Um, just cause it's, it's convenient and they're, Absolutely. yeah. And one of they're my, ro- yes, exactly. And, um, and yeah, one of my roommates is also a writer. So he, he kind of like, he's just a really good guy to bounce material off of. Um, and yeah, and a lot of my like Ithaca musical theater friends, I'll call and be like, do you have 20 minutes? Like, can I run this bit by you and tell me your thoughts? Nice. Um, yeah. What is your process like for developing a set? Um... It, it normally starts with me, like, like on my computer, sort of, I, like, I'll, I'll sort of think of, like, a, a funny story or, like, a funny thing that happened to me recently or in, in my past if it, like, comes up. Um, and I'll sort of, like, write out what I think is a really, really funny story. Um... And, and like, and not really censor myself, just like write every thought that I have, like about this funny story that I'm writing. And then, um, from there, I'll sort of try to like every one to three sentences, write like what I think is a good punchline for my first sentence. Um, and so then kind of, kind of do that throughout the story. And then, um, I'll just, I'll like take that story and go to... Uh, a bunch of open mics for the week. So, you know, try to hit like one or two a day. And where do you go to try out material? Um, I mean, kind of, kind of wherever, um, the, I like to go to the climate lounge in the East village quite a bit. They've got a really like nice 
open mic setting um and it kind of feels like a really a, a nice show to do um stand up new york has a has a pretty great open mic that i like to hit up when i have new material nice. yeah um yeah and there's there's mics all over the city so wherever like fits into my schedule i'll go you're just like a magnet to a mic yeah <laughs> truly yeah so we learned a little bit about homo you didn't yes um what made you want to create this show well it's sort of um, it sort of just happened. I, um, one of my good friends, uh, in comedy, his name's Adam Sank. Uh, he also has a podcast. You should totally give it a listen. Yeah. Um, he, he's been doing comedy for, for a, like quite a long time and he's, he's very established, um, in the New York community and he like, he booked me on a show, um, a while back. So, and he's, I've, he's very much someone that I've reached out to and been like, Hey, I'm curious about this. Um, and so this, uh, this club reached out to him and was like, Hey, do you want to produce this show? And he's kind of, um, he's sort of retiring from comedy a Mm -hmm. bit, but he and I had been in contact. So then he just like texted me and was like, Hey, there's someone wants to produce a gay friendly comedy show. Like, would you be interested? And I was like, yeah, of course I would. Awesome. Yeah. So what can we expect to see in this first iteration? Um, well, you can expect to see a lot of great comedians. Um, so like I said, my my friend Adam Sank is going to be on the show. Uh, he's hysterical. Um, my, my two other friends, Ashley Gavin and Jay Jordan are also on the show. And, uh, and I've seen, I've seen a lot of their stuff and I've, I've done mics with a lot of them and they truly are hilarious. I'm really excited because I, I, I like got to kind of pick these comedians and ask them. And it was, it's really, really cool just cause I'm excited for people to have a really, really great show. Cause I, I know it will be just cause I've seen their stuff and they're all phenomenal. Um, and I, you know, homo you didn't, it sort of says it in the name, but we are going to be talking a lot about our gay experience. I think, yeah, I think, I think a lot of, I think there's always a lot of material to someone, you know, coming out or someone's home experience where they're from. Um, and all of the comedians on the lineup have, have very interesting point of views and, and a lot of great material. That's amazing. Yeah. So you're you mentioned that you want this to be a recurring thing, hopefully. Yes. Um, what are your hopes for future shows? Um, I mean, I would just I would love to uh, expand it. I would love um, I would love to to have this monthly thing for you know not exclusively gay comedians, but but very much a gay friendly show, so that. Uh, you know, that, that our community can kind of go to something and, and hopefully really relate to it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I sort of feel like sky's the limit. I, I, I would just, I would love to have, I would love for it to be a reoccurring, uh, thing and bring in a lot more gay comedians and give a lot more gay comedians exposure because I think, yeah, I think that is super super important and um and yeah i mean who knows maybe some maybe some music maybe yeah, some, yeah like but it's a whole variety set totally yeah but it really is a sky's the limit kind of thing so you have a degree in musical theater yeah have you retired from the stage for in theater or are you still playing around and dabbling um i after i so like the last gig that i did i played um 
the carpet in Beauty and the Beast, not Aladdin, but sure, a different sure. carpet. Yeah, yeah. You, like you know, the if, other carpet, right? Exactly, the less <laughs> the less <laughs> famous one. Um, and I was like doing flips in a sleeping bag costume, <laughs> and I was like, I I don't I don't know if this is necessarily for me. But that being said, I I really was trying to take like a, a year and really focus on, um, really focus on comedy. But I uh, but no no it's 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 not it's definitely not retired. I I'm actually looking forward to this audition season in particular just because I feel like I have um, kind of a refreshed energy for it and. Um, and yeah, and I've, I mean, I've been doing like short films here and there and stuff. So it's definitely, uh, it's definitely not retired, but just a little bit of a break so that I can focus on Do you have any up. dream roles that you still want to tackle? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, right now, uh, kind of, kind of any role in, in Book of Mormon. Okay. I really, I know. I mean, it's like if the shoe fits, like a Absolutely. gay blonde wants to do Book of Mormon. Um, but yeah, I would, I would love to do that show. I think it's absolutely hysterical. And if, yeah, that, that would be a dream. Um, and, uh, I've already played this role, but I would love to do it again. I'd love to do Haunchin in Spring Awakening nice. again. Yeah. Is that like your favorite role that you've ever played? Definitely. Yeah. So do you have any dream collaborators that you're like itching to work with either in the theater or comedy side? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, Tiffany Haddish is, I mean, she's been like blowing up recently. Absolutely. I mean, that's, I mean, again, like a dream. Um, yeah, I mean, Tiffany Haddish, Amy Schumer, Chelsea Handler. Have you seen Amy Schumer on Broadway yet? No, I haven't. And I, I mean, I'm dying to. Just, what just I, go in there and I, like, can I just watch? I know. I wish. I wish. I actually, I like ran into her outside of uh, a comedy club. I was like coming from an open mic and she was obviously doing like <laughs> like a, a real professional show. And I um, I like ran into her and I was like... I, I don't know. I just like froze because it was a lot, but um, I like walked over to FaceTime a friend and then she like, I think she kind of saw that I was a little bit geeking out and she like came over and like let me pet her dog. And it That's was, sweet. yeah, no, it was really, Did really you cool. get that on video? I didn't know. I know. So fail. silly. I know, but. Super uh, fail. I know, but I just didn't want to seem like, I didn't want to be like, ah, like well, I wanted that, to try be, to play it cool. You know what I mean? The first talk show that you're on. God, I, God, and I hope Jimmy so. Found. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So this is a bit of like a loaded question. Yes. But what is Broadway missing right now? Oh my gosh. Um, what is Broadway missing right now? Hmm. I mean, I. I, I mean, besides the obvious answer of you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like me, of course. Yeah. Um. That is so, that is actually a really great question. I think, um, I don't know, I'm a sucker for, I'm a sucker for tap dancing and uh, I'm a sucker for, uh, you know, contemporary rock musicals. So I think um, any, <laughs> so if, I think we're missing a contemporary rock musical with a lot of tap dancing. That's it, that's, that's it. yeah. Well, it's gotta happen. Yeah. Put it out in the universe. Some, someone write it. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna play a little game. Okay, we're gonna fun. put you on the spot. Yeah. Um, it's called Sit Down Stand Up. 
Okay. Uh, because we're sitting on a couch. Yes. We're going to do like a little stand-up set. Okay. Um, and I'll give you three options. You can pick one topic okay. to do like some a short set on. Okay, great. So your options are gay bars. Okay. Disney or gay dating apps. Hmm. Uh, okay, I mean, I'm definitely gay bars. I All think right, gay let's bars. Let's yeah. Hear, let's hear a little bit. Okay. Um, I mean, I... I love, obviously coming from Fargo, North Dakota, I have loved really immersing myself in the gay culture in New York City. Um, like, like just the other the other day, I I like ran into this guy um, at at a gay bar, and and he came up to me and he said something like kind of weirdly romantic. He was like, "Hey, I uh, have this tab of ecstasy." Do you want to split it with me? Um, there might be some meth in it. Which, like, first of all, what a gentleman. Because I don't always tell you that there's meth in it. Um, and and then he, he went on to say, uh, I really need this tonight because my girlfriend uh, died of a heroin overdose yesterday. <laughs> um, and I was just like, Oh my God, he's single. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like he's single because I feel like the good ones are always taken. Um, and I and it was a nice. It was like oh, um, you know, there is an upside to heroin. I guess like people don't always say that. Uh, but but I will also say you know like the the gays aren't always always super sweet. Like I was I was at. Um, a club with a few of my friends and we were celebrating one of my good friend's birthdays and this this little figgy walked by and said uh he like pushed past us and was like uh i'm i'm hot and you're not and then like kept going and and first i was like is this like an 80s high school movie like is are you like the bully right now like it was ridiculous and um and then he <laughs> And so I got heated. It was my friend's birthday, so I like walked up to him and I was like, hey, like who the hell do you think you are? Like this is messed up. And then he was like, whoa, 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 not you, your friend. <laughs> and so and so then I looked at my friend who was like obviously like <laughs> like upset because this is a messed up thing to say. And so I like looked back at this guy and I was just like, thank you so much for clarifying. You know what I mean? Just because, like, I had really liked my outfit that day, and I, I just didn't need that blow to my self-esteem. <laughs> and that was sit-down stand-up. Cheers. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, totally. Where is your dream venue to do stand-up? Um, dream of all dreams, I would love to... To play Madison Square Garden. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean... Go shoot big. Yeah, totally. Dream of all dreams, but I would love to be regular at uh, at the Comedy Store in LA mm -hmm. or um, uh, the, the Cellar in the West Village. I mean, those are kind of like yeah. the dream venues. And I would also love to play the Fargo Dome in North Dakota. Right. Yeah. It's I the would... hometown show. Yeah, hometown everyone, hero. Everyone will be there. Yeah, exactly. All of Fargo in one building. All of Fargo, yeah. The entire town will just come <laughs> to see me, like, tell some jokes. It'd and be then cool. they'll cast you on Fargo. Right. Oh, Absolutely. God, I know. I'm like, it'd be perfect. <laughs> um, SNL or Mad TV? SNL. Definitely, no questions. Um, 
Yeah, I think I was just... Yeah, I think I just grew up watching more SNL. You're, prob- you're probably too young for Mad TV. I, I've seen a lot of sketches, sure. and, I've, and I've loved it. But yeah, I mean, I think SNL was just was a lot more... Present. Yeah, in my life, I Are think. you someone who enjoys sketch comedy, or... Definitely, yeah. Do you take sketch or improv at any of the um, fun places in no, New York No, no, I haven't. Um, I mean, definitely, like... Definitely should and definitely probably will, um, but but that's that'll be a little bit down the line sure. I think. But yeah, definitely I I want to and I'm super interested. We're gonna get a little punny here. Okay. What's the most gorgeous thing about Ithaca? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, you know, truly the gorgeous. They really, really are um, beautiful, especially in the summer. Um, and I think after moving to New York City, the the prices for drinks. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Do you miss Ithaca besides the drinks? Um, <laughs> I'm like, no, just I just miss the <laughs> drinks. Um, yeah, I do. I miss. Uh, I had a really really great um, class, and they're also lovely. And a lot of them are in the city, but it's. It, I miss the the easy part of seeing everybody which was like walking five minutes to another house and everybody kind of being together um and i and i sometimes sometimes i miss the pace of ithaca too i think i think new york there's just like a very obviously a very do you keep in touch with your classmates yeah definitely yeah 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 yeah. it's still a little family yeah yeah um yeah it's everybody is really is really great and we all really clicked and like, if we can make it work to see each other, we totally do. Nice. Yeah. If you were a drag queen, what yes. would your name be? Oh. Whoa. Oh, that's such a good question. You've never contemplated it? No, I have. Mike, Mike Sullivan hasn't, like, forced a name on you? Well... Even uh, though he goes by Sullivan? I know. I mean, I know. Well, and his first name that he went by was Keith, which I also loved. <laughs> um, gosh, well, my... My middle name is my middle name is Ransom, okay. and I think that is is sort of like so some, something like that. Like I don't know, maybe like maybe like Ransom Note or like that wasn't very good, but something <laughs> uh, something something definitely with Ransom or uh, or Fargay. I like that. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you do drag? Um. Not yet. Never say never. never say, of course. Um, I mean, every almost every gay boy in New York City right now is a drag queen. Right. So yeah. yeah, you have to do it to fit in at this point. Totally. Yeah. No. Honestly, I know. I'm like, I'll, that'll be the next thing I try. Um, <laughs> I mean, never you s- could be the next Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. Just stand up through drag. Right. Yeah. I guess I never say never. Definitely not opposed. Definitely haven't been like. I like must do this. This is like I have to try this, but I'm sure I will. I'm sure Actually, I will give it a try once. at least once. You, you've yeah. worn glitter before. It's it's, it's right. A step. Exactly. It's the gateway drug. I know. I know. <laughs> glitter is the gateway drug to drag. I completely agree. So I think you have one of the more entertaining Instagrams. Oh, um, thank how much you. time and effort do you put um, in to make your Instagram as entertaining as it is? Oh my gosh! I mean, I think. I think I'm as addicted as the next person mm-hmm. to Instagram. Um, but I think, I think in terms of my Instagram page, I just, I, I kind of don't have any shame. Um, and 
you know, like with comedy, I like to entertain and, um... I mean, like being half naked in the snow. Right. It's, well, and I, I feel like that is, um, you know, that's just like a Fargo... Absolutely. A Fargo quality. It's like everybody from North Dakota likes to get half naked and jump around in the snow. Of course. Um, Frostbite what? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just like, if there's an interesting location, I definitely don't have any problems um, stripping down and trying to take a fun, trendy pic for Instagram, <laughs> you know? Nice. Yeah. So we're going to do something that I call the Pop 5 Rapid Fire. So I'm going to give you like five hot topic or trending items. Okay. And you're going to like say the first thing that comes to mind or a story or anecdote, whatever you want to say. Cool. Number one is I, Tanya. Um, haven't, I haven't seen the movie yet, but, um, I'm super excited for the special where they're, like, interviewing her and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I, I remember I watched, like, a documentary about it a while ago when I was, like, Netflix binging, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think fascinating. I really am excited to see, um, uh, Margot Robbie as Tanya, yeah. um, yeah, really excited to see it. Haven't yet, but I mean, it On looks. The list. Yeah, definitely. Number two is Taylor Swift. Um. Okay. I. When when look what you made me do like first came out, I was like, I absolutely like cannot listen to this album. Um. And then like, and then. As Taylor Swift does, like, she just, like, crawls underneath, like, your... She's a parasite. I know. She just, she crawls underneath you, and then all of a sudden, every song on the album is catchy, and, um, yeah, my boyfriend and I talk about it, like, quite a bit, because we were like, oh, we can't listen to this, we can't listen to this, we can't listen to this, and now we're like, so what song are you listening to the most? (laughs) Like, we just, yeah, we we have been listening to it quite a bit. Number three, Louis C.K., um, I, uh, I actually, I watched, um, Sarah Silverman's response about it, which she has her show, I Love You America, mm-hmm. and it's super, super, that show is amazing in itself, but she has a really great response, um, to it in that, I mean, and I obviously don't have any personal connection to Louis C.K., and I, and I wasn't super big on his comedy, I didn't watch his stuff too much, but, um, but I mean... What she sort of says, and I agree with, is that, um, you know, regardless of how good of a comedian he was right now, that, uh, that, that situation is about the victims and he, um, and he, like, he deserves, you know, to be reprimanded and a punishment and yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four, Oprah. (laughs) Oprah 2020 um (laughs) well her speech at the Golden Globes was phenomenal yes um I sort of agree with I I sort of am am nervous that our the the politics of our country are going to become completely celebrity and that does make me a little nervous however I would take Oprah over Donald Trump in a million years so if it if it's if, if it's Oprah that has to beat Donald Trump, like, if that's what it takes, then, then I'll be on board. And last but not least, Bernadette Peters and Hello, Dolly. Fabulous. I'm ex- I mean, I, I haven't seen Hello, Dolly, but, God, I hope... Well, you'll, you'll probably have a better chance getting a ticket now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. They'll totally reach out. Yeah, I mean, I'm into it. I Hopefully, I can afford slash see it. 
So we also do this segment on the podcast where I have my previous guest ask my next guest a question. So this is a question from Gina Tonic. Okay. What is your New Year's resolution for 2018 and how is it going for you? Hmm. My, uh, well, I had a few New Year's resolutions, but, um, one of them was, one of them was to, to write every day and, uh, to go to at least, um, like nine mics a week. And, uh, I have written every day and I, I guess we're in the first week. I've, I've only gone to like seven mics thus far, but, but I'm like going to try to stay on track. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. So now is your turn to ask my next guest a question. Oh my gosh. The next, the next guest, a question. It can be anything. Absolutely. Anything. Um, Silly, fun, serious. Okay. Uh, the, the, the weirdest, best, or most memorable pickup line they've ever they've ever received or like that's have, a good one yeah that's fine I, yeah that's i think exciting. and then like the story to go along with it sure. like i want to know what happened after and stuff oh we will we will get it yeah and I, I am recording in two hours with another guest so this is gonna be great perfect i'm excited for this i love it so if you've made it this far in the podcast please use hashtag homo you didn't or hashtag far gang yes now's your turn to plug all your social media Okay, amazing. So um, you can follow me on Instagram on at real Drew Lausch. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. It's just at Drew Lausch. Uh, and, you know, feel free to add me on Facebook because I... You just want friends. Yeah. Oh, my God, I need friends. Yeah, that's just uh, Drew Lausch. So Homo You Didn't is tonight at 8 p.m. Westside Comedy Club. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you to Drew for joining me today. Don't forget to visit our Patreon page for information on becoming a patron and leave us that five-star review on iTunes. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm -hmm.